Welcome back to another edition of the Sean Light Podcast. My name is Sean Light. I'm the CEO of 4A Health, and I am releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to answer one question. How can health and fitness professionals rise above the rest to become recognized as a leader in our industry, all while being paid what you are worth and building a ridiculously exciting financial future? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to episode 241 of the Sean Light Podcast, a wonderful Saturday morning. Oh, no, it's afternoon now. And my Bobcats are about to take on Ryder University. I don't. I don't know what their nickname is. I feel like it's like the Mustangs or something like that. Uh, but who cares, right? Uh, what what today's episode is going to be about, this is really going to be like a candid uh, speech. Uh, and I'm talking to you. I, I, I genuinely am. Uh, I want to have a candid conversation here with, this, with the listener, uh, even though you can't respond to me. Uh, I... I, I, I'm not, man, it's, it's hard for me to put this into words and I'll do my best. But as I, as I go through this process of trying to help people become successful, I know that it is not possible to help everyone. And one of, one of the best representations of this is my Facebook group. And I have this, I would say one of the biggest challenges that I have faced in my business is the constant care and attention that it takes to build a quality Facebook group where people are interacting uh, and and uh, trying to build a community there. It's, it's difficult, right? And the reason being is that I'm fighting the psychology of a human being. I'm fighting the fact that people feel awkward about being somebody who posts publicly in that space and putting themselves out there as a challenge. This is a fight that uh, many self-help people have been fighting for many, many years, decades, centuries, that millennial, uh, you know, for all of these, for all, for all of time, uh, the self-help community has been fighting this uh, and it's not going to go away, but it, it is an increasing, it is increasingly more, cha- it is increasingly harder to get people to do that uh, in in today's in today's day and age, and the reality is, if you want to, so here's the way that the Facebook system works. Like every Wednesday, I'm giving like really good, strong. I'm giving really good, strong lessons for free on my business YouTube channel. Okay, uh, and. If you if you want to join it, you can go to 4ahps.com, follow the link, it'll take you right there. Now, the lesson the lessons are awesome. And by all means, you're getting you're getting lessons on how to run a business, generate revenue from somebody who's done it. So who's somebody who's somebody's in it, learning, trying to get better themselves every single day, right? And the way that Facebook works is it's going to stop showing you the notifications of the things that you're not interacting with, right? So if you don't like, if you don't comment, if you don't post, if you're not viewing the the group, it is going to take away, it is going to stop showing you the notifications from that group, okay? And I understand the social dynamics of it. I understand the difficulties and feeling awkward and putting yourself out there. I get that. But what you're showing to me by not, by making it so difficult for me to pull your teeth 
uh, and get you to engage in the group and be here with me uh, is is it shows me that you would rather not be awkward and feel comfortable in your little world then you would rather be successful. And of course I don't get that because I was, I, I'm born differently. Uh, I've, I had just have a different mindset than, than most people. I, 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 I get that, but I, I, I don't, I, it, it's, I don't know that I'll ever truly understand the, the, the unwillingness to push through a little bit, to drop a like, to drop a comment, to, uh, to, to do these things. And when, Look, I don't, I don't know who's listening to this right now. I mean, I know some people that listen to this frequently. Uh, I don't know everybody who listens to the, to this stuff. But I, I, I want to know why. I want to know what it is that's holding you back. I want to know why. Why is it so? Why are you so? And maybe you're not. I don't. I mean, of course, not everybody. And I know some people that are listening to this, and 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 I know that there's some really good people out there that do push themselves to be better. But for those of you who who don't, I I don't get it. I don't get it. And I know again, like we talk about what we talked about yesterday. And I know it's psychology, but I don't know how you don't see that logic. I don't know how you don't see that it actually is the mind. Has nobody ever said it to you that way? Have you never bothered to look at it that way? Are you willing to let being socially awkward on Facebook be a be the reason that you don't that you're not going to get this information? That's what's so fascinating to me. You know, my dad, every, and shout out to my dad. I know he listens to these podcasts. Dad, thanks for listening. You're the man. Uh, and my dad has these books that he does, uh, you know, these like picture books. And there's just kind of like a year in review. And they're awesome, right? It's really cool to look back and, you know, see, you know, pictures when I was with the Diamondbacks and the minor leagues and the Lakers. And like, it's cool. It's cool to check that stuff out. It really is. And in one of the books he did, there's a picture of my grandfather. And my grandpa, it was like a picture of him when he was like, it looks like he's like 14 or 15, old black and white photo. He's got, you know, it's like, it's real, looks like an old paper boy, like on the, on the corner, extra, extra, read all about it. It's an interesting picture. And, and, and for whatever reason, like this picture really resonated. My grandfather's passed away now. Uh, I think he, I think he passed away in 2013, I believe. Uh, so we're about coming up on eight years now, I believe it was July of 2013. And I look at this picture. And we got, we got a guy there who, who has passed away now. And, and I know that in this picture that there are a host of problems and challenges that this gentleman, my grandfather, is dealing with as a child or however young adult, however old he was in this picture. And whether those challenges were, uh, you know, trying to be liked, trying to be cool or popular and all these things that are really the center of our of our world and our universe. And he is, uh, you know, like, does he think about imposter syndrome? Does he think about people, dis, uh, you know, disappointing people or a fear of failure, a fear of rejection, like all of these fears that are very real to everybody in the world. Like I'm no, I'm no, you know, I'm not immune to those fears either. And when I look at this picture, what really stands out to me is the absolute irrelevance of those fears. Like, 
no matter if that guy in that picture took off his shirt, painted himself red, and ran out into the middle of New York City where he was living at the time and just started screaming at the top of his lungs, it would have no effect on history. It would have no effect on anybody's world, right? And for him, for anybody to think about doing that is terrifying. Like, why would anybody do that? I'm thinking about what everybody would think of me, but it has no effect. So when I think about it from a success standpoint, like the risks, quote unquote, of success, like you posting on Instagram has no freaking influence on this world. If you post right now, like just a a post of tons of curse words and uh, are you just flipping people off, going bananas, like it might cause a little ripple in your little world, but it means nothing. There's no, there's no. It, there's no ra- real ramifications of doing that. So when we look at productive risks, it's the same way. It can only be good. We look at things like, I'm going to put myself out there and try. I'm going to try to sell my services. I'm going to try to do these things, right? The the problems that we feel and are so magnified in our own brain are so minuscule in the day-to-day, right? Like any problem that my grandfather had while this picture was being taken is it, it, it's it's irrelevant. Why wouldn't you take a risk? Because I look at it now and he's passed away and and there's there there really is no influence. There's really no change in in that process along the way. If you don't go for it, why wouldn't you go for it? What do you you risk the what you the what your risk what you perceive that you're risking is is a mirage. There's no risk. There, I've I have been to I have been to the uh, I have been to the brink of bankruptcy on multiple occasions, and even if I had crossed over into that threshold, the risk still isn't there. It's a label, it's a title, it's whatever. The risks of me putting business content out, the risks of me saying what I really believe, is not a risk at all. I'm risking my quote unquote ego, but that risk doesn't really exist. Because when you look at a picture of somebody who's lived their entire life, they've passed away, and you look at an old picture of them, and you know that they're experiencing much of the same quote-unquote risks and challenges and fears that we all face. But when you look at it from that perspective, you realize that it doesn't matter. He could have done anything. He could have he could have went nuts. He could have he could have sold his sold his soul to try to figure out how to run this business and uh, took all sorts of risks that felt really big at the time, but in reality were no risks whatsoever. And for me, like when I saw that picture, it really resonated. I was like, it really helped me with my risk tolerance. Tony Robbins says that it's it's uh, it is uh, you know building a quality business is about how much uh, threshold of control can you tolerate. You know how low can you ha- you know create that threshold of control? And it's the same thing. It's risk tolerance, risk mitigation. So for those of you out there who are struggling and you feel like you're risking your reputation or your your well-being your your ego whatever it is don't forget that everybody else is doing the same thing they can't see past their see past their hand right in front of their face everybody's feeling that same thing they don't care what you're doing they care what they're doing there is no risk when you realize the longevity of what we're doing here because one day somebody's going to look at a picture of you after you've passed away when you look at a picture of you when you are exactly where you are today, you could take a selfie of yourself right now. How cool is that? You could take a selfie of yourself right now. Smile. 
put on the back of the print it out, put it on the back of the picture, all your quote unquote problems. How about that for an exercise? Take a picture of yourself, print it out, and write on the back of it all of your problems, all of the things that are really all the challenge, the real challenges in your life. What are the things that you're risking, that you're afraid to risk? Put them on there. And then imagine somebody reading that, seeing that 80 years from now, and see how silly and meaningless that would really feel to them. They wouldn't feel your problem. They would feel their problems. They might resonate and feel it's the same way. But you look at it and you say, why wouldn't he just go for it? Why wouldn't he just try? I think that's interesting. I might actually do that. I'm intrigued, folks. I'm intrigued. Um, my wheels are spinning. I hope yours are too. And before I get too crazy on everybody, we'll we'll cut this one out and say sayonara, and we'll see you back here for tomorrow's episode of the Sean Light Podcast. Everybody have a wonderful day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for listening to that episode of the Sean Light Podcast. I know that it can be really challenging to try to put the pieces together yourself in this crazy world of podcasting and social media and books and courses everywhere. It can be really hard to figure out where to, what to do with all of the information, where to put it, how to actually install it into your own business. And that is ultimately the reason why I created the For a Revenue, Revenue Coaching Program, because I wanted to be able to work one-on-one with people to show you the direct, straight line to the goals that you've set for your business. We have a six-week program. We have a four-month program. Each are a little bit different. Each have a little bit of a different strategy to them. Uh, But what we're looking to do is we're looking to create your client acquisition model. We're looking to raise your prices. We're looking to create a lot more cash flow injection into your business, help you sell like a freaking champion. Okay, if these are things that you're interested in, then go over to 4acoaching.com and book your free momentum call with me, uh, where we will sit down and we will talk a little bit about your business. We'll learn a little bit about each other and we can develop a strategy uh, of how we're going to take you from where you are right now to where you want to be. If that sounds good, 4acoaching.com. Book your call there completely for free and we'll be talking to you on the phone in a little bit. See you soon, guys.